hi welcome to the arise beautiful podcast i am your host anjanette croom i am a licensed mental health counselor and a self-worth coach here at arise beautiful we cover five different topics they are self relationships spirituality service and career in school and so today we are going to be focused on the topic of service and I have a special guest here, Frenchie Jones. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself to you. Well, first of all, Anjanette, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Um, it has been amazing to watch you on the journey that you've been on um, with Arise Beautiful, um, with the book that you released, and now the podcast, and just your just your creativity in general. So I just wanna say thank you so much for allowing me to enter your space. Um, yes, my name is Frenchie Jones and I am um, I am just like a gamut of things. Um, I was thinking about that this morning of how much of a chameleon I actually am and can be, but I'm a mother. Uh, now I am a grandmother. <laughs> I just had my first grandbaby born um, on the 14th of this month. It's so exciting and surreal at the same time. Um, I am also a mental health professional. Um, I currently work for the Department of the Army in social services. Um, I'm also an author and um, I'm a proud member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. Happy belated Founders Day to my stores that may be watching. Yes. Yes, 102 <laughs> years we just celebrated. Yes. So I like that. I like that there's no one title to define you. Um, you know, like myself, we got a lot going on. So I love that um, she's doing some amazing things. Her book, great book. My kids love it. It's on, um, what is the book called again? Anxiety Like Me. Um, and it's on Amazon. We will definitely post the links to her book, but her book was so helpful for me and um, my kid who was struggling with some anxiety here. Um, so we're out here doing the work, um, helping, helping the people. So today, like I said, we're talking about service um, and how fitting is it that we're recording about service on MLK Day? Um, you know, definitely this... <laughs> yes um it's absolutely fitting that's what I was gonna say I, I mean to cut you off but I just get so excited because uh one of the things um that I've always prided myself on is being committed to service even before I became a member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated where you know one of our founding principles is service um and I just get excited I'm excited just like you so I apologize for cutting you off but I'm excited Yes, yes, no, no worries. Um, like I said, it's MLK Day. We're sitting here in his legacy of, of service. And so I want to give um, people the opportunity to um, hear a little bit about some of the things that you do as far as serving your community. So um, as I was saying, service has always been important to me. It has always been important for me as a mother to ensure that I instill um, a sense of, of humility in my children, a sense of service in my children. So um, since, you know, probably before they could even remember, we were always out in our community doing some type of service. Ironically, and I've just got to put this plug out there, I got to see today that um, my old stomping grounds of um, Hinesville, Georgia, they actually had their MLK parade today in spite of the weather. And I posted on my social media how much I really miss it because service is so ingrained in who I am. And I think it's because of maybe how um, my mother was raised. Uh, my mom, I come from a background where my mother did not have a lot, her and her sisters. Um, my grandmother had five girls and they grew up very poor. Um, but my, my grandmother consistently served in the church and gave to the church. And in some ways that is primarily probably how they survived, you know? And so I grew up learning that life is completely circular. Like you give, or you get, excuse me, what you give, what you put out. And I truly wholeheartedly believe in that. 
Yes. Um, I, I too believe that what you give is, you know, what you give is what you receive back. You know, you like to put out good, positive energy. You want, you know, if you want people to engage in, in get products and services and stuff for you, like you have to be willing to go out and support your community. You know, it's always interesting when people, um, are launching new things and people are like, I don't know who you are. And it's like, you know, we are such communal people. Like, I think that's the one thing that is really important about our community is that mo a majority of our relationships are built through service and through doing life together, you know? And so this principle of service for me, I think is really important to talk about. Um, and not just in your traditional sense of going out and feeding the homeless and, you know, doing, doing the, the typical things that people think about when they think about service, but understanding that service is a function and an extension of yourself, you know, right. of, so. humanity, of humanity as a whole, right? Exactly. Because as you said, like we're in this together. And I think this is such a timely conversation because I think that we are at a pivotal moment in our society where a lot of people are getting away from that communal order, if you will, right? Like a lot of people are very self-focused, self-centered, and you gotta take a step back and look at it. And when you do, you realize like, how far are we actually going alone? Not very far. And it's kind of a scary time and place to be in where people are so self-focused because back in the day, and this is, you know, this goes back to what I was sharing about my, my mom and her sisters. Back in the day, people took care of each other. They served each other. If one didn't have the other head and they came together and they made something. And so today it feels like we're getting a little bit away from that. And that's why I'm so glad that we're having this conversation because it's vital that we really talk about it. Like how far away do we really wanna move away from that? One of the things that I hate to see on social media is when people are saying, you know, mind their business or, you know, they don't have time to be worried about who's doing this over here or who's doing this over here. Well, I've always come from the mindset that you really do need to concern yourself with your brother or sister's business because that business eventually will affect you. Mm -hmm. Cause like you said, that, that underlying, we are all connected. Right. And, you know, there's a lot of people that try to have that bootstrap mentality. You know, that's one of those American mentalities that's um, kind of a falsehood because you cannot get nowhere without the help of somebody. Somebody opened the door for you, right? Somebody provided a resource that you stretched. Like, yeah, you might have done the behind the scenes work, all of the hard work, putting everything together, but someone told you yes. Someone gave you a tidbit of information that was helpful for you. Like, you did not do it. <laughs> yeah, somebody put you on, invited you to a podcast. You know, we are not just walking individuals and doing everything and making everything by ourselves. Even if you believe in a higher power, you know that that's not true. Exactly. And so one of the things that I like to say at Arise Beautiful is I like to keep the focus on self, right? We're talking about service and serving others, but again, it flows from self, right? It flows from a place where, like I said in, earlier in the interview, that service is an extension of who we are, right? And so there are so many parts of ourselves that are there for the purpose of serving others, right? We have skills, talents, and abilities to be able to go out into the world and serve. You don't have to turn every hobby into a hustle. You don't have to do that. You know, you don't have to actually, you know, if you're a person that's very busy, service can look very different depending on who you are. But the key is the willingness to serve others, you know. And so for you, mm -hmm. um, how have you used your gifts and your abilities to be able to serve your community? In a multitude of ways, I think. Um... I have always tried to support where I could, where I can support, um, whether it is just showing up, whether it is providing some type of service, 
in-kind service or even a monetary donation, I've always tried to show up. And I think that's like the most important thing when you when you think about service, like you said, and I love, you put it so beautifully, like you don't have to do it the same way that someone else does. But what's important is that you just show up in some kind of way. And it's funny because as you talk about self, that is so important for us to do for ourselves as well, right? Mm-hmm. to show up for ourselves and if we do that then we can show up for the world exactly yes so when you hear the word serve right what comes to mind for you so because because i'm a zeta i'm just being honest and transparent what comes to mind for me is what we love to say which is to be a friend to man I, I genuinely, genuinely uh, believe in that. Um, it doesn't matter if I know you, I don't know you. If I see that there's a need, if I see that there's a service that I can provide, I will try. Sometimes to my own um, deficit, maybe, mm-hmm. I will try so hard to provide that. But like I said, this is something that has been instilled in me from a very young age, something that I've worked to instill in my family and my children. Um, but that's what it means to me. It means to, to be a friend to man. If I see that somebody needs something or they're struggling or even, and I actually do a lot of my service, I believe through social media. So if I see that somebody has posted something that's concerning, I'm reaching out immediately. Are you okay? How are you doing? Um, And for me, I think, like I said earlier, that is my service to self because I'm staying true to who I am. Yes, I I love that. You know, for me, service is sitting with people, hearing people's stories. You know, people come to me all the time um, wanting to talk, wanting to bounce, you know, bounce ideas off of me, um, you know, just be in my space and understanding like for me, a lot of that is service because I can definitely, I could definitely charge for what I do, but I don't because for me, it's people first, right? And so if I can sit down and be an ear um, and just help you to kind of point you in the right direction. You can do both though. Right? Definitely. definitely you, do can do yeah, you can do both. You can do both. We definitely do both. But um, a lot of my service is pointing people into the right direction where they can get the resources that they need that I can't help them with. You know, like I can always do, you know, oh, what do you, I see that you're going through something. I have time. I'm going to reach out and, and check on you and make sure you're okay. You know, that's my service. Why do I know that that's my service? Because that's also my gift. That's where it flows. Right. And so sometimes Service doesn't have to be this like, oh, I'm going to go pick up trash, right? Like do something that you love to do that you are going to be cheerful doing, right? Mm-hmm. Don't go pick up trash because you're going to be miserable doing it. <laughs> now, let me tell you something though. Let me tell you something about that. <laughs> so when my kids were young, I used to, especially on MLK Day, we always observed the day of service, even before I became a Zeta. And I always would have my kids out doing something that would humble them or keep them grounded and keep them humble. Mm -hmm. So sometimes picking up that trash is necessary, right? Or serving the homeless or um, the elderly. And the reason for that is because it's so important to remember where you came from. And it's so important to remember where you are and who is there around you where you are and where you're going. And that's why I said, you know, serving the elderly, one day that's going to be you. And I've always told my kids that always, you know, humble yourself because never think that you are beyond, right? Um, Because it could easily be you any, at any given moment or time, it could easily be you. So those things are important as well, but you're right. You can serve through your passions. And I'm so glad you touched on your gifts because I just want to tell all your viewers and listeners that I can attest to that. I can attest to the fact that Anjanette is a great listener. And it's so funny because, you know, she says she'll sit and she'll listen and she doesn't necessarily charge, but she serves through her profession where she sits and listens and she gets paid to do that. And that is also a form of service. What I do in social services for the army is also a form of service. And I take great pride in that service. And I know you do too. 
Yes. And that was the, that's the perfect segue into my next point in saying that sometimes service does come with a dollar tag. <laughs> um, and for me, the definition of service is use, is sharing yourself with the world. Like what good is all of who you are, all of what you've been through, if you just go and hide it away in your house, right? If you're going to tuck it away and it's not going to be good for anything, right? So serving is the traditional ways, like we said, like, yes, we want to pick up trash. We want to take care of our earth, right? We want to serve the elderly because we will be there at one point. We want to do all of those things. But at the same time, like you just, you just escaped, you know, an unhealthy relationship. You learned some lessons. And so now you have a, a gift that you can sit down and you can serve someone else going through that same situation, right? My, the purpose, I think, of this, this pillar in the Arise Beautiful lineup is because I want people to know that there's a bigger definition of service, that ultimately, as humans, we are put here to serve each other, right? You have gifts, you have talents, you, the things that you've been through, it all comes together so that you can serve someone else. There's an audience for your gifts. There's an audience for everything that you have been through. You just have to be willing to serve. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that point. And I think it goes back to the point you made earlier too about serving yourself, right? Because why would you deny yourself? Why would you deny yourself those gifts? Um, even if it is a gift of service, like you said, you want to share that with the world. And it's so important not to deny yourself. Now, I know different people have different reasons for why they may not share their gifts, but you raise a good point. Like, you know, God gave it to us for a reason. We have it and we should utilize it. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is service, really, when you think about it, yeah. uh, because, you know, again, you, you want to be able to connect with other people and by doing so you connect with yourself. Exactly. Exactly. So whether you are, you know, on the, on the philanthropy board, right. And you're donating money or you're a stay at home mom, right. You can, you can bake cookies for the bake sale and, you know, do what you can to highlight your gifts. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just always thinking big. <laughs> yes. Um, because that's the other thing too, with, I think with service is service is another way to validate those, those skills and abilities that may be buried inside of you that you're not necessarily confident in. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, you volunteer to help, you know, the struggling mom do something, or you volunteer to, you know, do take on an extra project at work and you start doing these things. And then you realize like, oh, you know what? I actually kind of like that, <laughs> you know, right. and I want to pursue yeah, that more. Um, yeah. You can stumble across your, your gifts while you're doing service. That is so true. That's a great point. You know? Yeah. And so it's one of those things to, again, help you solidify and validate some of the things that's in you, help you to serve other people and validate the things that are in them and help them. Um, like, Service to me is just a way to like connect. I get so excited about service. Um, and I want everyone to realize that, again, there's so many different ways that you can serve. There's always a need. There is right. always a need. You're right. And I think one of the things that I'm, I'm capturing from what you're sharing, and I think this ties back into how you serve as a confidence coach, um, I think that when you serve your community, when you give to others, it can help build your self-efficacy because you need to have a sense of community or you need to feel a sense of community to have a strong self-efficacy, right? A lot of individuals who don't have that strong sense of self or self-worth don't have that because maybe they did not have a strong sense of community behind them. And community can mean a lot of different things. It doesn't have to mean a, a huge, you know, community as, as far as like in the terms of a town or a city or something like that, but even a strong family community, strong church community. So I get what you're saying. I hear what you're saying and you are absolutely right. You need to have that, that core principle or foundation of service and service to community to have that connection, to build your confidence and self-worth. Absolutely. 
absolutely. And sometimes service is healing, right? Like you're so consumed with what's going on in your life sometimes that you're you're bogged down with, you know, the heaviness of that that just getting out and serving other people helps to shift your perspective and realize that it could be much worse, that you still in your darkness have something to offer other people, you know? So it's very healing too, to be able to go out and and provide a service to your community, you know? I, I, I agree with you. It's very cathartic and also it's contagious. It's contagious. Um, I have had some haters, for lack of a better word, you know, have things to say about my sharing. You know, I'm a very public person. I share on social media platforms a lot of my life. And I've had some individuals question, why do you share this? Or why are you showing that you're doing this for this person? And I agree, you know, um, not everything that you work for should be for applause, but instead for the cause. However, it is so important for that sense of community and to build a sense of community to put some of those things out there in the atmosphere because it is very contagious. When others see you serve others and they see you doing good, it fosters the desire for others to do good. So, you know, there's purpose even in that, you know? And so I always tell people, and, and this is a saying that we have as well as Zetas, but I always tell people, you let your light shine in whatever capacity that you can. Don't shun away from your light. Don't shun away from sharing because you never know who may need to see it, who may need to hear it, and who may need to look at you just to believe it, right? To believe that it can be done. And, and that's another reason why I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of all the platforms that you have. You know, I'm already ready to pay my money to you <laughs> to help me um, because it's important. Um, I was, if I could just share this little story. So I was on our um, Founders Day program um, last night and one of the younger stores, one of our undergraduates, she shared how important it was for her to see women who looked like her in communities like the community that she grew up in serving that community. And I got goosebumps, right? Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times our young people, they will see images of their communities many times and not in a positive light, or they will see individuals from their communities a lot of time, not in a positive light. But to see, and she said it just plainly, to see the women who look like her caring enough about her community to serve her community was so important. And so for me, just to see you in in your service and your passion and what you do, it inspires me. And I'm sure it inspires many, many other people. Right. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, But it's so true, right? Let, Let your light shine right? And be you, right? Like live your life, live your life, live your life in service to others. Like you said, no, you never know who's watching and who you are going to make an impact on. Um, and so, and, and the other thing that I like, I like what you said about the haters. I think that's important to touch on. So we're going to touch on that real quick <laughs> because there's always going to be haters. Um, you are not for everybody period, right? Right. You are not for everybody and everyone is not going to understand what you're doing and what you're about. However, that doesn't mean that you don't have a message to share. That doesn't mean that you don't have an audience to serve. The people that you are called to, your message, your service will resonate with and they will be grateful for it. Yes, and believe it or not, your message is resonating with the haters too, right? Because they're paying attention. And if it wasn't resonating with them, they would just scroll on past, right? They wouldn't have anything to say. But a lot of times there's a conviction that's there. So it's so funny. I said that service can be contagious, but it can also be convicting, right? And a lot of times people will know there's something more within them that they are not exuding or that they are not giving out or radiating. And so they will then, of course, project. 
And so what I like to say is that those people are just not there yet. You know, they just don't understand it yet. They don't even see themselves in the process yet, but one day they will, you know, that's all we can do is have hope for them that one day they will. And even for myself, I've had, I've had moments like that myself, right. Where maybe I felt insecure or maybe I didn't feel like I was living up to my, um, standard, my own standard of service. And Mm -hmm. it got me down, you know, and maybe I looked at what somebody else was doing was thinking, Oh, you know, like she always doing something. That's a human. It's a human reaction sometimes when you're not feeling your best. Um, but like you said, it's so important for us to have the self-worth, to know what we are capable of doing, what we possess, and what we can give to the world. Amen. Amen. I, yeah, I don't, we don't want the haters to stop the show, right? right. We don't want them to have you second-guessing yourself. We don't want those, that insecurity to come up too, when you're feeling a little insecure and you're like, "Mm, am I not doing enough? You know, because that's another side where some of us, we do a whole lot, you know, on a day-to-day basis. And we don't realize that it's service, right? Because especially as black women, we, we are conditioned and we are taught to serve, taught to serve the relationships around us you know, care for our family, care for our friends, care for everyone else to serve. We are, we are conditioned to serve. We really are. I think we are, I think if I could put it in my own terms, I would say we are conditioned to give, 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 give. Now, I think that's, it's important to talk about that because that does not necessarily equate to service, right? Because if you're doing a disservice to yourself, like you said earlier, if it's not your thing, right? Like (laughs) if it doesn't feel like aligned with you, then that is not service per se, right? You may be giving, you may be going through the motions, you may be doing it with a hardened heart. That's probably not something you need to be doing. And you're absolutely right. As women, as black women, we are conditioned to give and give and give of ourselves. I was talking to somebody through text today and she was telling me that this person in her family is graduating and this person in her family is doing this. She's talking about like her kids and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I said, I am so glad that after this is all done, you will finally be able to take care of yourself and serve yourself because for all these years, you have been serving others and sacrificing yourself. If it's a sacrifice, that is just giving and giving. Yeah. Not necessarily a service. Now, as a mother, of course, you're going to see some of that as a service to your children or whoever's in your life, right? And a sacrifice. Um, But you're right. Sometimes you have to stop and say, what is the purpose of this giving? What is the purpose of this service? Does it serve me well? Because you you are so right. I'm glad we're having this conversation because we really do have to put ourselves first yeah and I think that's why I just kept saying you have to serve yourself first right before you absolutely. can mm-hmm. absolutely you definitely have to serve yourself first and that like you were saying the difference between giving sacrificing and service and that's where I was coming like we're doing so much all the time Right. And so sometimes we are hard on ourselves when we are unable to serve someone, not realizing that we just spent so much time doing it already. Right. So understanding the boundaries around service and how to change it from that self-sacrifice to actual service. Right. Because like you said, that service, it comes back to you. That energy comes back to you. It's fulfilling it is activating your purpose. It is activating a part of who you are. So it has to be somewhat fulfilling for it to be service. If not, we're going to be in that self-sacrificing space. Yes. And you have to know when something is no longer serving you well. Exactly. You have a hard time with that. Yes. Even I have a hard time with that. I'm such a giver. I'm such a giver. I'm such a server that sometimes I will put other people before myself and I will, matter of fact, I was just talking about this. I will sometimes look out for other people so much so that I deny myself or so much so that I put myself in a compromising situation 
that doesn't feel good. And that's when you know it's not serving you well. And so you have to know when to stop that service. Yes, exactly. Um, bringing it home to that arise beautiful principle that everything flows from in that self, right? You have to be aware of yourself, right? Because again, when we're in that serving space, we don't want to do it with a disgruntled attitude. We don't want to be in there, you know, short fuse, snapping at people. Don't do it. You should have just said no, just enforced your boundaries and said no. You know, you don't want to be... You don't want to be exhausted, you know, daily keep your eyes open and you trying to serve somebody like that. That's not helpful to anyone. True. You know, so you need to, so again, back to that, that self knowing what you knowing and understanding who you are, what you have to give, what you have to to ask you that though. I need to ask you while we're having this conversation, because it's so good and this will be good for me, but because of maybe especially for black women, I think having an identity or feeling like your identity is always an extension of others. You can maybe not know when you are serving something that's not serving you. Does that make sense? Like we tend to have identities that are somewhat enmeshed with others or with achievements or things like that, that we don't not we we do not necessarily know when we're no we're no longer serving ourselves like when to cut it off when it's become something beyond who we are so how do you know that so for me it goes back to that self reflection right i think that you should definitely return to self every every day you should have a meeting with self like, hey, self, how you doing, girl? I'm good. <laughs> how are you? Like, how was today? Today, I was a little exhausted today. You know, I think I was stretched a little thin. Oh, yeah, girl, why? Why were you stretched a little thin? Well, I said yes to too many things. Like, it's that sort of thing. Why? Well, why did you say yes to so many things, girl? Well, I felt like I felt pressure from my mama because ain't nobody else going to do it for her. Oh, ain't nobody else going to do it for her. Well, why don't you, did you ask for help? No, I didn't. So how do you know? Like, you got to, you got to talk to yourself, you know? And I was having this conversation with someone. That's good. That's real good. (laughs) I was having this conversation with someone else is we don't self-neglect on purpose. It is because we are so used to doing and going, right? That we don't take the time to pause. And if you don't prioritize yourself and prioritize time to spend with self, you will never know self. To even know, you know, because a lot of times, oh, I went to school, I did all of this to make my mama proud, right? Now you, you are, now you a grown adult, you're in your career and you're like, I hate it. Right. Because you never took the time to ask yourself, is this really what I want to (laughs) do? Right. Is this really who I am? And that's what I was kind of saying that, you know, a lot of times we get into these modes where our identity becomes an extension of other people's identities. Right. But here's, but here's the thing with that. Mm-hmm. Eventually it doesn't work because there's not an alignment. Right. So eventually you're going to find yourself at a place where you're unhappy, where you're unfulfilled. Right. You know, and that is the place where now you're like, okay, how did I get here? Where you start to backtrack and realize that, oh, I'm living out my mama's dream. I'm living out, you know, the the miss the random person that you created in your health of who you supposed to be, right? Like, well, the, the thing the, is, sometimes I don't even think we create. I think we just don't know. Like, I think it just happens a lot of times. You know, just like. Um, you know, with women who are mothers, a lot of times it just happens that you lose your sense of self because now your whole identity becomes the kids. Yes. You know, I think sometimes it just happens. So I love what you said about reflecting. I'm going to, that's my takeaway from this um, podcast because that is so important. Like you said, like sit down with yourself, serve yourself daily, sit down with yourself daily and have a talk and self-reflect. 
And I love how you just did the whole like conversation. Like just who cares if people think you're talking to yourself? Just have a conversation. You're right. And recap your day. That is so good. That is my takeaway. Yeah. I was absolutely serving myself with that. And for the service aspect of it and that service piece, taking a closer look at what you did to serve others and the feelings associated with that service, right? Right. Whether it was exactly. good, whether it was, and you know, my theoretical orientation is CBT. And so I'm always thinking about feelings. Like, how did that make you feel? So I think that's real good. Sitting down and just assessing and reflecting. Like, how did this make you feel? If it didn't make you feel good, do you want to do it again? You might want to think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. Because again, using the purpose of that, right? Like understanding like service, you, you're out in a community, right? And you just serve this community and you know that there's poverty in this community. You know, there's lack, you just confront, confronted lack. Now you're going to go home. You're going to take that home with you. And now you're going to, you need to do something with it. You need to check in with yourself. Like, okay, today I served, I gave of myself. I feel drained. I'm very drained at the same time. I'm sad because, you know, there are people that are out here in this condition and then taking it a step further. Like, what does that mean for me? You know, what do, what does that mean for me? How can I serve this community if this is what's tugging on my heartstrings, right? Right. Right. And I think also it's important to know your capacity, right? Because our capacities change, mm-hmm. you know, with different things we have going on in our lives, um, just different stages of our lives. Um, what we may have had the capacity for 10 years ago, we may not, everybody's doing that 10 year challenge. So we may not have that capacity now, 10 years later. Right. And so I think that's real good what you said, because you do need to constantly assess uh, how you're serving whether it's serving you, whether you're truly serving others for the right reason mm-hmm. um, and, and, and how you're feeling about that service. Is it fueling you uh, or is it draining you? Right. And is your time and your service spent somewhere else? Right. Because sometimes um, that audience thing is important. Right. And like you said, that that key piece of the 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 um, young lady that felt something when she saw other people looking like her in her community, right? As opposed to, you know, going into other people's communities as the savior, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, serving somewhere else just for the purpose of, tech, you know, checking that off of the box and realizing that you're not getting, like, you know, you're going to volunteer with youth and they're looking at you like you're not connecting when really that time could have been spent with the elderly where you could have connected a little bit better, you know? So that also comes with that self-reflection and understanding how you're built, how, how, how your heart flows and who your message is going to resonate with. Right. You know, sometimes for me, I get burnt out working with kids, but I know when I sit in front of children, they listen to me you know so I'm gonna spend my time with children now there's certain people that don't really care what I got to say I'm not gonna spend my time with them because it's not going to land and I think that's that's that part that's important with reflection reflection what are you doing are you doing things that are effective is what is is your service landing on the community like you intended it to or are you doing damage right and it all goes back to, and then this is everything that Arise Beautiful stands for, and what I see you do in your work is self and the self-reflection, self-identity piece. That's what it all goes back to. Um, and even though, even for myself, like I said, I was ingrained, the service was ingrained in me, but how I served may not look the same as how my mother served or how my grandmother served. My grandmother served in the church all her life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's not my calling. So that's not what I do. And it's just really important to know that, to know who you are. And I'm still learning who I am. I'm still learning who I am, what I enjoy doing, what serves me well, what doesn't. Um, I enjoy being there for people, but I'm also learning that for some people, it doesn't serve me well to constantly show up and be there for them. So I'm learning to put myself first. And I think that's okay. I think that's, for me, that's my second takeaway. Like, it's okay. You have got to put yourself first, serve yourself first 
so that you can serve others and so that you can be of good service. Um, because if you don't, uh, you are doing, really, you're doing a disservice. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You cannot, we always say that you cannot, you cannot serve from an empty cup. And I believe that when you take care of self, then you're able to serve from an overflow from You want to be serving from an overflow, never from a deficit, right? The deficit, that's where the self-sacrifice comes in. You don't want to be in that place. So you want to serve yourself. And what I usually tell people too is that word selfish, I hate it because I feel like that word was, that word is used by manipulators to get you to do what they Uh want, right? Right. Yeah. Because it's not bad to be selfish. It really isn't. When you are, because most of us, most of us, when you think about when you make decisions for yourself, it encompasses your life and, and those connected to you. Yes. You're not just going to yes. go and do something crazy and impulsive. You're, you're just not, you, you know, in right. the way anxiety in us is built. Again, we're, we're not built to be impulsive like that. Now, some people do have impulse control. We, we know that. However, right. in your decision-making, as a mom and all these people attached to you, you're not just going to go do something crazy. So when you choose right. to do something for yourself, that encompasses everyone that's connected to you. It's so funny because I was going to say to you, could you imagine if people in our communities really, really put themselves first? Can you just imagine what our communities would be like if everybody put their health first for themselves? If everybody put their finances first for themselves, if everybody just put their their total wellness first for themselves, can you imagine the serenity of our communities? Like I, I'm just envisioning that. Like it would be something that sadly many of us have never seen or experienced. But yep. it would be a beautiful thing. It, it would. Really would it would and no one's ever really put it in that context you know honestly yeah honestly until today us having this conversation I have never heard it put in that context right but that is so true it's so true yeah and the thing that kind of disrupts that is our trauma and the things that we've experienced because again not everyone is safe <laughs> not everyone has the right. best intentions right however right. If we right. are honest with ourselves and begin to start making moves for ourselves, we are able to guard against that a little bit too, right? Because you get, a, you get a sense of security. Yes. And you'll know like, okay, this person isn't moving correctly. I deserve better. I'm going to distance myself from them. Like you'll be so confident in your moves to do that. I always tell people when people are out to sabotage you and do you harm, they have to go above and beyond. And when they go above and beyond, they have that, that leaves a, that leaves a paper trail, right? That leaves. Like they all, they have to mind their steps like the whole way, like whichever direction they move, they got to mind their steps. Exactly. A lot of energy. You're right. But it's the same thing when we self-sabotage ourselves, mm-hmm. right? We have to mind our steps. I'm, I'm experiencing that. I'm going through, I'm really going through a growth season where I have to be really honest with myself and accountable. And even I'm like, oh, can't do this, can't do this. You know, I'm minding my steps because I have set up something for myself that on some levels may not be completely realistic where I'm at right now in my life. Right. And so, yeah, that absolutely makes sense because when it's not serving you well, you got to mind your steps. you got to, it takes too much energy. It drains you of your energy. Yeah. It's just, it's too much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what does that mean? Exactly. It's too much, too much. Too much. So back to the, bringing it home now, back to self, self and service, service being an extension of yourself and who you are and serving others by sharing yourself like it's really simple 
you know, that you, you serve yourself by sharing yourself. You serve you have, others. What'd you say? What you have left. I think that's what I would add to that. Like after you've served yourself, what you have left to serve others. Others, exactly. And sometimes yes. it happens simultaneously. Right. You, you know, right. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yes. That has happened to me when I have been in a moment of service. It has happened that I was so fulfilled, you know, that that I was serving myself in that moment. In but that, I think I love I, I look, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was like, in that part right there, that is the takeaway. And that is how I view self because self in service, well, that, excuse me, that's how I view service is an extension of self. That sweet spot where it is two directional, where you are filling a need while filling yourself. Like that is the true definition of service because you are doing nothing but being yourself and offering yourself to someone else. Yes. Right. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's really good. This was a great conversation. Actually put a lot of things into perspective, you know, things that, you know, sometimes you walk through service, but you don't really think about the service and especially that service to self. And I think that's why I wanted to add that piece about what you have left once you served yourself, right? Um, Because if you're giving or putting too much out, after you served yourself or maybe not served yourself, it can leave you feeling drained. But like you said, it's transactional. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so, you know, doing that whole thing, like why am I out here serving? Am I serving because it looks good? Or am Mm -hmm. I serving as an extension of myself because it makes me feel good? You know, always questioning for me, what's really important when we talk about self, what's really important is intentionality. Like you want to be intentional about what you do, whether it's service, whether it's the people you have in your life, whether it's taking care of yourself, your children, whatever it is, you need to be intentional. And in order to be intentional, you have to pause and you have to sit with yourself and you have to do the work of what's serving me, what's not serving me, who can I serve? All of those questions become important but you have to stop and write your, you know, stop and and identify your intentions. Right. Yep. I agree. Okay. Well, I think that is a great place. So with all of my guests, I asked them to create an arise beautiful affirmation um, because I believe that arise beautiful is like a command. It's like a command to self. You know, it's like saying self and then, you know, do this. Um, And so I would like for you to craft an Arise Beautiful affirmation for our listeners about service. I would say self, always serve yourself so that you can give the best service to others. Okay, nice. Always serve yourself first. Yep. That's what I would say. And that's not something that I've always said to myself. So this is, it almost makes me get a little emotional because it, it says, it really says to yourself, you are worthy of so much of what you give to others. And that's, that's, that's powerful. That's very, very powerful. Very. Well, would you like to let our listeners know where we can find you? where we can find what you're offering, if you have any products or services? Well, I am currently kind of revamping and rebranding, and that's why you and I need to sit down with each other and have a session. But um, you can always find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, My name, Frenchie Jones, and it's Frenchie with an I. So French, like the language, with an I on the end, and then J-O-N-E-S. Uh, you can find my book, Anxiety Like Me, on Amazon. And hopefully you'll be able to find me in some other places in the year to come. Well, thank you so much. I will include all of her information in the um, bio. 
And I am so glad that you decided to take this time and have this conversation with me. Um, we talked about some good things. Like I, it was a great conversation. And it so was. It's always profound. Every time I sit down with you, it's profound. It, whether it's at brunch, having mimosas, or doing this on a podcast, and uh, you know, I've appreciated you being on my podcast. Don't pardon my French, which I haven't haven't had any new episodes, but uh, hopefully in the future will. Um, but it's always profound. Always, always, yes. always giving me something to think about. And uh, I think we have kindred spirits. And so I always appreciate being in the same space with a spirit and a heart and a mind that's very similar to mine. And so I just appreciate you and you keep arising. Beautiful queen. <laughs> Thank you for making me blush. <laughs> I always try to make you blush. Every time I see you, it's my goal. You have such a beautiful smile. Don't she, y'all? She has such a beautiful smile. So it's always my goal to make you blush. But I think that we should, that's our service to each other. I think that we should do that as sisters. You know, I really do think that we should uplift each other um, to the most highest we can. So. It's not flattery. It's honest. It's honest to God. True, truly genuine service to you, um, my sister. Amen. I believe in sisterhood, and I believe, um, and just in my life that I've seen how sisterhood, the positive aspects of sisterhood. Because a lot of people say, "Oh, I can't be friends with females." It's none of that. I love to connect with other women to uplift and to empower them to do their thing. Um, and so it, it is wonderful knowing you, wonderful working with you. Um, you know, I just, again, I really appreciate you coming, having this conversation with me. You know, Frenchie is someone that does service a lot. Like I'm pro it seems like she's doing service like every day. Like <laughs> if you follow her on social media, but she's always serving the community, whether it's through her job or through um, the Zetas, but she's doing amazing things in her community. Um, and so thank you for taking your time to come and speak with me. Um, be sure to check out her book and um, look for more of her to come. Um, and I thank you readers, or excuse me, readers. Thank you listeners um, for tuning in. You have in. readers too. You have readers too. <laughs> yes. Hopefully it's all the above. Yes. So thank you so much for tuning in um, and check us out next week for the next episode. Can't wait. I'll be listening.